like CTE is the only like the only disease that you can't be uh like they can't say that you have it until you die and they take your brain out and they oh see Oh my it. god. Yeah. But what we're trying to find now is that there's symptoms, right? Like the main thing is like you forget stuff. Like you lose like you just forget Wait stuff. a minute, tell me more. I'm a hypochondriac. I yeah. think I have this. <laughs> I forget stuff all the time. <laughs> have I fell on my head recently? Not no, no, quite no, sure. No, maybe no. maybe. The Latinos out loud podcast. Oh. Yo, 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 live yoing with a fellow yoer, a feller, a yo friend, Ricky, yo, 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 Rosario, yo, but like you got mad yo's in your hands. A lot of O's too. (laughs) Yo, yo, Rick. Explain to me, explain to me that. Yeah, so it's funny because I, back in the day, you know, with AOL days, I used to be Slick Rick the Ruler. Oh, snap. Yeah, so that was kind of like, you know, when Instagram started, I had like something Ricky, something Slick. And one of my friends was like, no, yo, everyone says yo, Rick. Yo, Rick. Everyone's like, yo, Ricky, yo, Rick. So then it just grew to yo, yo, Rick. And that's, yeah. So you've been rocking these yo's for a long time. For a long time now, yeah. And I'm I want to say before I started saying <laughs> yo, so I think you got the yo props right here. <laughs> now you do a really good job of keeping the yo's going, so thank you. Thank you. Maybe we can like co-yo. Yeah, we could. <laughs> yo, yo. <laughs> okay, so first of all, yo, yo, Rick, which is what people call yeah, you, yeah, true yeah. talk. Like we'd be on the like, you know, hey, yo, yo, Rick, what's good? Because it's a great handle. When thank somebody you, has a good you. handle, it becomes their name. Thank Is that you. not the truth? You. Like, you find somebody with a good handle, yeah. you're just like, hey, shorty 140. <laughs> so Dominican. I appreciate it. Thank you. So what's up, West Coast? You out here representing. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm back on the West Coast, back in L.A. After my short little stint back, back east for a little bit. What'd you think of that? What was, made you come back here? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was nice to be back home with family and friends and great friends that I got to work with. We got to do that Wendy's thing, which was so much that fun. That was so much fun. You know, so yes. I was very happy to be able to be back and work with everyone. But honestly, the cold sucks. Yeah, it does. It does. It's not good for the skin. It's yeah, not, good, not for good for the mood. The skin. Yeah, the mood. It kind of like puts you down. Winter coach, you can't see yeah, nobody. You know, yeah, it's like, just like covered head to toe. Weather depression is a real thing. I forgot what that was like. You yeah, know? <laughs> that's a real thing. It's been like staying in igloo yeah, by yourself. Yeah, yeah. So, but outside of the weather, um, I don't know. And you know, and obviously you could maybe speak on this a little bit, but like the the volume of work just didn't feel like a lot for me in new york mm. and maybe that's just because you know i haven't been living there for a long time whatever and like i said i was able to work with you and obviously a couple of our friends and our peers i was able to like collaborate with which was great but you know living in la from the time that i did i realized like yeah there's always like something happening like there's always someone shooting a commercial a music video a show a movie uh, a photo shoot like something's always happening so yes. um after living through the cold <laughs> in new york and jersey for a while um i was like jersey oh, yeah i was in jersey i was out of hackensack for a little bit no wonder you joe you and joe <laughs> Ficarino. that's there's the jersey bonds yeah 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 okay. but i still you know i still consider myself a bi-coastal person so even if i'm not there full-time like again all my family's there I will go there whenever, whenever I need to, like, for a project or even just to, like, stay there, you know? 
So, Mr. Yo-Yo Rick, Ricky Rosario, Abuela's Luck. Yes. Right? It's yeah. still available it's out there in so HBO land. It's not on HBO anymore. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It was only a two-year thing. It's okay. 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 But I'm going to release it on YouTube and all that stuff because I'm trying to raise money for the feature right now. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Tell everybody, if they're under a rock, a little bit about Abuela's Luck. <laughs> yeah. So Abuela's Luck, the short film, was about a young... Uh, Young kid, Raymond, young Dominican kid going to the bodega to get his grandmother some scratch-offs that she thinks she won. And in the midst of all that, something happens to him and uh, the bodeguero that's there. Um, and it sheds light on, you know, uh, immigrant entrepreneurship, um, you know, immigrant families trying to make, make it for themselves in, you know, in the United States, in America. And just, you know... There's this uh, financial literacy thing that, you know, is constantly on my mind. Like, you know, the feature now is going to be more about like, hey, how are we trying to help our communities grow? Like this bodeguero could be the next Walmart, but instead our local community is robbing them or, you know, making it hard for them to expand or franchise. So, you know, the Abuela's Luck world kind of really revolves around our families and our communities and how we... uh how not only just support, but how do we financial? How are we financially like responsible for each other? That's deep. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I mean, they always say like community. We have to band together. Yeah. We have to support, elevate one another. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like that saying, you know, the chain is only as strong as its weakest link. One hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like again, I brought up the Walmart thing because Walmart was a family that owned the pharmacy in whatever it was. I don't know the exact state, but it's somewhere Midwest. Like, you know, like <laughs> somewhere Ohio, whatever it was. I don't know. Idaho, whatever. whatever There's whatever. that one Walmart town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah, forget yeah. the name of it, but I know exactly what you're but talking about. they got supported to a certain extent, right? And now they're the multi-billion dollar, you know, supermarket, whatever you want to call it, right? Superstore that they are now, but that was because I'm sure there's a local community that supported them yeah. and kept, you know, giving back to that family. And that's that's something that I think is missing. And, you know, for years and decades, we've obviously seen it. We know families that own local businesses and we see the struggles they go through. So those are like the stories that I'm really trying to tap into is the struggles of, you know, the small family businesses that are usually immigrant run businesses, you know. So tell me why you came back to Los Angeles. So was work here? Because I know you're working yeah. on some interesting stuff now. Yeah, it's uh the work here. Um, like I said before, I feel like the volume of work. There's always a lot. Something, something's always happening. Whether it's a music video, commercial, you know. So the volume of work just felt like there was a lot more here. Where um, in New York, th there is a small sect of people that are working all the time in New York. But then again, the winter hits, and that makes it tough, right? Like I'm sure you have dealt with that, where it's like oh, it might be a little tough to film this right now outside because it's freezing. Um, but in L.A., yeah, you know, I, I would say that if you're not that busy in L.A., like, you must not be that fun to work with sometimes because, like, everyone's doing something, right? Like, if, if you're not able to get, it's like, okay, then either you're an asshole or, like, you, you screwed yeah, somebody. Yeah, go down or, the list. Yeah, yeah. Here's what could happen. Here's what could be. Yeah, like, yeah, it's true. Um, You hear these general statements, right? Like, oh, it's not pilot season, so, you know, you're really going to come out here looking for work or, yeah. you know, like, yeah, uh, nobody's taking meetings right now or like no oh. there's always something happening always something happening <laughs> always 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 something happening compared to new york like yeah. what are the vibes and what is the scene like for a latino filmmaker yeah no it's it's still a struggle i definitely think you definitely feel more of a community in new york of latino filmmakers than here for sure 
um, you know, there's a sense of like, I guess, gatekeepers and the people that, you know, have the secret to like the next job or the next opportunity. There's a lot of that feeling and it's kind of a facade. Like no one really knows anything, to be honest. You're kind of just going with the flow, right? The like flow just, just like, hey, if it, if it trial hits, and error, yeah, trial yeah, and error. Yeah, if it yeah. hits, great. If it doesn't. On to the next thing. Speaking of on to the next thing, so you told me about some interesting work you're doing now with these incubator programs. Yeah, yeah, Discovering yeah. the new talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been lucky enough to be helping produce a short that's won through one of these incubator programs through uh, La Leaf and Netflix. Which All right, La Leaf, tell everybody yeah. what it stands for. <laughs> Common <laughs> Joe and Josefas might be like La Life. La Laugh? Is that a new Latino, festival? Los Angeles, Latino, Latino independent, independent, independent so, international. So, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the I is. Is it international? What are it, those? It might be film festival, right? <laughs> film festival, FF. But no, uh, very grateful to them. I'm working on a great project called Super Hair, uh, written and directed by Glenice Hunter, super talented friend. She's great, and uh, you know, it's it's been a great experience because even though. I may not be writing or directing, even just me producing, I'm learning a lot, even with like the notes that she's getting, right, through like Netflix and stuff like that, like seeing what they want in terms of the writing and things like that. So that's been really cool. So you're working with what, like development people over at Netflix? Yeah, like so like they'll give her notes, right? They want us to have the script a certain way and, you know, they're very strict about the 12, 12 pages, no, nothing longer than that. That's it, 12 pages, like, you know, and it's, it's, it's animated heavy, so there's like a lot of animation happening, so they're giving us notes on that but yeah it's again another experience where you know just being part of the process as a filmmaker you're learning so much as a storyteller even though it's not like my story to tell right. but i'm learning so much from her having to tell her story that's fascinating yeah, that's yeah. so i was in a program similar to mm -hmm. that with the nhmc the national mm -hmm. hispanic media coalition yeah, yeah. i got to work with development people over at nbc and they got my script into a place that it could be shot as a short film amazing. and these programs are amazing you get connected to industry professionals that mm -hmm. are whipping you into shape yeah yeah, yeah you know yeah. that you wouldn't normally be subjected to and it does help your career further down the line aside from all of the people that you meet no, and like the sure. networking opportunities mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know shout out to the NHMC real quick, the National Hispanic Media Coalition, who sent out an e-blast about yeah, yeah. my live podcast That's event amazing. tomorrow. Yeah, like yeah. Because I was one of the script writers in their Latin Extreme Showcase program in 2021. Mm. It's just you got a supporter for life most of the time when you're 100%. part of these incubator programs. So shout out to NBC, Netflix. Yeah, you know They yeah, all kind of do something, yeah, them, yeah. especially for Latinos. Um, other than that, are you involved or have you uh, you know been a part of any of those other programs? Um, no, but I'm looking for it this year you know that's something that i think the last two years i didn't take full advantage of and i've met a lot of great people that you know now i could call friends and you know people that will that I, i'm collaborating with or i have worked with or want to work with where their experience has been doing these incubators and they already have like one or two shorts or you whatever. be outside though you be at the film festival no, I do, I you do. be at nylif <laughs> you be like you know because i remember seeing you at nylif and it was like word how many films you got in the festival this year and it's like no i'm just here to further my brand or no, you know stay you know, present which is so smart yeah, yeah. so supporting you know like yeah nylif is funny because i used to work at telemundo before i left to la and one of the first festivals I went to was Nylif. It was HBO at the time. Telemundo was like part of it as well. And it was... What, what year was yeah, this? Yeah, this was 20... I want to say 2012 or 20... No, not 2011. 2011 or 2012. All I know, the main movie was uh, the Lemon documentary. 
I don't think I was a part of it that year, yeah. was I? I don't know. I just remember Fat Joe was, and he, I don't think he was there that year, but I know he was like part of the promotion from like probably the year prior or something like that. I don't think so. But it was, um, yeah, it was like the first time I went to a film festival, and that was like my first experience. I was like, whoa. They had the premiere for the Lemon documentary, you know, and his whole poetry thing. And then there was like the after party at Tao. The we love Lemon. And I was like, whoa, what is this world? Yeah. Like, so then all those years Shout later, out to Lemon Anderson. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so all those years later when, you know, like when I was luck stuff happened with, with the festival, I was like, oh, wow, this is the same festival that, like, I went to years ago when I was just working at. <laughs> we talk about this festival all the time on this podcast because that festival actually allows for these full circle moments yeah, that happen. all the time. In 2009 and 2010, I was their red carpet correspondent. Amazing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to Juan Barro. Yeah, yeah. We're both in the red carpet guys. doing yeah, that. Yeah. And then I, I was part of their campaign. Uh -huh. You know, I was like doing VO work for oh, them nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. the following year. And it just was always something. It, it's evolved to like where we are oh, now, so where we do a package around the episode, like mm -hmm. for them. Mm -hmm. Joe mm -hmm. Fucarino, shout out to Joe. We shot some yeah, beautiful footage in a Buick and wrapped that around the New York International right. Latino Film Festival 2022. And then um, shout out to Romel Rodriguez yes. because of him. Yeah. I, that was a full circle moment for me. That was the year I saw you. That's Remember right, the drive-in? Yeah, 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 the drive-in theater. Yeah. We were at the drive-in movie, and that was the premiere of Superblock, the film yeah. that I was uh, an actress in. And that was like my first feature, and it, was, it closed the yeah, film festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of crazy. And that's the thing is I feel like once you're like part of the community, it's like, hey, you know what? You know, that's going back to what you were saying. Like, hey, how many films do you have here? I'm like, oh, I don't have any, but I just want to, if I'm home, I'm like, I'm going to go to the festival. Like, we just got used to seeing you yeah. have a film in the <laughs> festival. And I was just like, I just assumed. The talented Ricky Rosario, what are you blessing the festival with this year? <laughs> thank you, thank you. No, um, you know, it's just like, yeah, I think the festival definitely opened up just the idea of community and just like, other people that are like-minded and just like as motivated to just tell amazing stories and you know just navigating right this crazy world that's entertainment and you know filmmaking yeah. and you know content creation it's a it's a crazy world but it feels good to know that you have people you can you know you can lean on or talk to or open up to about any ideas or anything you know you're going through Speaking of which, what's in the pipeline for you? What's going okay, on right now? Okay, in the pipeline right now. So no pressure. No. <laughs> we just, we're demanding more. Um, the gente, we want to see more. <laughs> what you got for us? There's a couple projects. Uh, I'm writing a short film. It's actually Dominican-based. Yeah, it's a, a based of a true story in the Bronx. My friend Marilyn, shout out to Marilyn. We're co-writing it. It's actually a true story about her and her family. Her brother got... Uh, locked up very young for weed possession at like 15 and then he got sent to rikers island and then got deported damn yeah so it's like really tackling those you know those themes and kind of like really sh shining a light on like okay this poor 15 year old kid got sent out to you know got deported and yet there's somebody making a bajillion dollars off the same thing, off the same product that this kid wasn't even smoking. He probably just had it in his pocket, right? Like some, you know, just holding it for his girl, yeah, holding it for his friend, his mom's, his grandma with cataracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, you know, that's one of the stories that uh, I have in the pipeline. Um, I'm writing, producing that one. It's called Uno de Nosotros, one of our own. Um, super sweet story. We're raising money right now. We have a director attached that, you know, um, Hopefully it all goes well and he's, you know, he's, he's repped and all that stuff. So trying to do all the right moves this year of like getting the projects properly set up, right? Like 
proper people behind it, proper funding and stuff like that. So that's one. It's all a game of chess, it right? It is, it is, it is. Sliding up the pieces. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. So that's one. Uh, I have another project right now that's doing the film festival circuit. Uh, it's called Life with CTE. I tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, in your face, what? <laughs> Go ahead. A Warren Sapp story, Life with CTE, a Warren Sapp story. And that's a documentary about CTE. Do you know what CTE is? Uh, no. no, tell us. No, I don't. <laughs> so CTE, I don't, the n- full name escapes me now but it's concussions pretty much as if and if you watch football and you know this there's a lot of concussions happening yes. in football all the time yes 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 so those fil- this film is tackling those like those uh issues because this this athlete i mean this former football player hall of famer warren sap he feels that he has it but cte is the only like the only disease that you can't be uh like they can't say that you have it until you die and they take your brain out and they oh see Oh my it. God. Yeah. But what we're trying to find now is that there's symptoms, right? Like the main thing is like you forget stuff. Like you lose, like you just forget Wait stuff. Wait a minute. Tell me more. I'm a hypochondriac. I yeah. think I have this. <laughs> I forget stuff all the time. <laughs> have I fell on my head recently? I'm not no, no, quite no, sure. Maybe. No, no. <laughs> Maybe. So, you know, it, it, it was a beautiful thing. And that's, you know, written and directed by my friend Mike Mentor. I'm helping produce on that. Um, I'm an executive producer on that, helping him with that, you know, so it, it was, you know, it was something that came up because he had a relationship with Warren Sapp, helping him with his podcast and in him producing a podcast with him, he would experiencing, experience these moments where like Warren Sapp would just like lose it, like not remember where to go, not remember where he put stuff, where he put his keys and Mike, you know, being the filmmaker that he is, he was like, oh shit, like I need to document this. Like we need to like, you know, dive deeper into this because this is a guy that's like, you know, highly, highly like just put on a pedestal for what he's done in his career. And he's a Hall of Famer and like probably one of the best defensive linemen like in the history of the game. Like this guy's like top five really? in the history of football. Really? Like this guy is like one okay. of the best. So Thanks for schooling me. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, and he's still very young. So for him to like reach out and seek out help, like, yo, something's happened to me. I don't know what it is, but like something's happening. You know, it was, very, it was very alarming, and it is very alarming because these are young guys, and again, it's happening to a lot of these guys that, you know, are African-American, and they're in a league that's like 70, 80% African-American, right? So, and like, the NFL isn't doing a lot to help them, and a lot of these guys, after they retire, they don't get money because they don't meet certain qualifications during their time of playing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dive deep into it in the in the film, like... There's a whole thing that, like, you know, the NFL wasn't, like, the baseline for what they considered a concussion to be. If you didn't meet it, you don't get certain money after you retire. And, like, certain guys weren't getting that because the NFL was saying, well, you know, you didn't meet it. Like, it wasn't so bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after a while, it started coming out, like, oh, there was a, it's called Race Norman. And apparently there was this, like, basically it's, like, these tests that the NFL had that were worse for black players but like um, was favorable for white players, which are usually like with the quarterbacks and like the, the main like protected players. But everyone else gets a hold on. Like it was just like, well, you didn't meet it. You're not. It's not really a concussion. Wow. Yeah. So 
that film I think is gonna do really well. It has already. Like we've gone to a lot of festivals and we're making the rounds and. Congrats, thank Ricky. You. Yeah, it just it just sparking the conversation, you know, because it's really a disease that starts very young because people putting their kids to play football at five years old to just like. I mean, you know, you have two little boys. I can't, I, I don't even, every, you know, they ask me every year, they're like, does Donovan want to play football? And I'm like, nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. And that's okay. Nope. And that's the thing. Warren Sapp says it in the film. He's like, until your kid is like in high school, that's when he can start playing football. Warren, Sa- Warren Sapp himself didn't play until he was 15. This guy's considered one of the best ever. He didn't play, he didn't start playing when he was five. Yeah, there's something to be said about that you know? and the development of a child and all the like brain injury and that is scary. I'm scared with basketball. I'm like, <laughs> could we just do like golf, miniature <laughs> golf, preferably? Can we do something like I don't know, tetherball? Tetherball. What's the new thing? All the everybody's playing pickleball now. That pickleball's a thing. Pickleball's yeah. a thing. How about we get yeah, into that? Pickleball's a thing. Or like Russian math. How about that? That's a thing too. All the smart kids are doing Russian math. They're doing chess. No, it's a thing. Google it. Russian yeah, math. Yeah. Russian math. Pickleball is like. Don't ask me what pickleball yeah. is, Joe Fucarino. I just know that all the kids are playing with it. And apparently, it's like older people love pickleball. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, the older it, people are it's doing like it too. Once you're past fifty, you love pickleball. Apparently, I, I, it sounds like <laughs> something messy and salty, you know. But I think it's like what's you know that other thing that you play? Tennis. The t- tether. It's like tether. Is that tennis. what? It's like tennis, but with that thing. Oh yeah, it's that's, like a, yeah, yeah. It's a not tether. It's a, but the one that you can punch the ball. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is, the games that we used to play, but now yeah, pickleball. Yeah. Pickleball. I'm telling you, man. People love it. People are into it right it's now. Trending it's right trending. It's trending. Um, <laughs> Ricky, we're very excited for what's to come. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I have one last question that I do often like to ask people that come yeah. on the podcast. Yes, yes. Sir. So if maybe you can dial back to young Ricky, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? What would yeah, you tell yeah. young Ricky right now? You have some have some words of advice on maneuvering the industry, <laughs> traveling cross country, looking mm-hmm. for your dream, searching for your dream. Yeah, yeah. Leading, being led by passion. Yeah, yeah. What are some words of advice that you have for young Rickies listening? Um, Hey, young Ricky, I'm going to look at him in the camera. He's okay. right there. Hey, young Ricky. Hey, Ricky, come. <laughs> Come, come closer. Come wait, 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 he's coming. Okay. Take your time. <laughs> I was very okay. slow when I was younger. <laughs> Get comfortable, you okay? Okay. <laughs> he's ready. Oh, he's ready? Okay. <laughs> well, what I would tell young Ricky um, is just that uh, just keep figuring it out. Keep figuring it out. It's like there will never be an end. Like you think it's the end? And it's like, no, no, no. There's a whole other thing that needs to be figured out. But at least you got to this one moment. Mm. Take it in. Great. And move on. It's kind of like, you know, graduating, right? You graduate from grammar school, you go into high school, and you're like, whew, I'm, I'm an adult now. Not really, but I'm a, <laughs> I'm a kid adult. And then you figure that out, and then you go on to the next thing, right? Whatever college or just life work, whatever, and then you figure those things out. I mean, like, constantly just figure it out. You're, you're, we're constantly going to be figuring it out, and it's okay to feel like it's not figured out because it has to get figured out. So just keep leveling it up, right? Yeah, just keep level up, up, level up, level up, level up. I love <laughs> it, Ricky. Tell them where they can follow you. I mean, we dropped it in the beginning of the episode, <laughs> yeah, so because it it's such a fun handle, you kind of have to like <laughs> yell it out. But let them know, and yeah. also if you can like send some info on where they could see any of your work. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on socials, I'm at Yo Yo Rick, which is. Y-O-Y-O-O, Rick. 
<laughs> I like that. Two and then three. It's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, you know, uh, yeah, you could go to my Instagram. I have all the links for all the stuff there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I will have updates on there for film festivals and all that stuff. Uh, I have stuff put up on YouTube as well. But basically, yeah, go to my Instagram. That's you can find all the links and all the good stuff and all. congrats thank you so much it takes a lot of work to be out there putting your yeah, stuff yeah, together yeah. and then putting it out there and then running the festival circuit and following up and yeah, all the yeah, networking yeah. you do it's a lot of work so i give you a lot of credit no, no, for also sure. for the perseverance and also thank for repping for new york here in la yeah yeah I still which represent. we see you I, absolutely i'm still it's funny they always know they're like you're in, you're from the east coast you're not from here you're like yeah that's right <laughs> that's keep right keep holding it down <laughs> absolutely and congrats on all the success thank you and you too thank I'm you i'm so happy you're here i'm excited for the show tomorrow oh my god we have a live show tomorrow yeah, I'm so this excited. is so crazy thank you for being a non-stop supporter absolutely i hope we can get more work together too that wendy yes. stuff was fun that was so much fun. you have a very interesting eye thank you i yeah. appreciate that your lenses are crazy oh, like in a you. good way i really appreciate it's that. fun to watch you behind the lens because of what you develop with your eyes thank you that yeah. means a lot thank you so much Rachel. stop it we could do this all night we really could <laughs> talking about leveling up yeah absolutely I, i'm very fascinated by watching your ascent thank you thank you and likewise thanks you, you're doing everything right let's see the anima animation show too what you talking about you know i see you, what you talking about? audible shows and everything i see what you, talking you. About? <laughs> i see you i don't know what you're talking about yeah, we're busy out here yeah, in the streets. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's why we're I love busy. seeing it. I love seeing all my friends just making it happen. That's it, it takes a village. Just making it happen. All right, yo. Okay, this has been Latinos Out Loud with my friend Ricky Rosario, <laughs> the talented filmmaker, creative. It was so lovely to be here with yes, you on the couch you. here, live from the Airbnb. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> on the West Coast. Yo, West Coast. <laughs> okay, on that note, we out. Later. Later.